Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. This is a little bit of a different episode because I am reeling off of a fantastic experience that I just had that I wanted to share with all of you listening, and that is the CEO School's CEO Retreat with Sidira Madani. So... I'm going to dig all into that, but as always, before we start the episode, I want you to know founders out there building your businesses, growing your businesses, needing help with sales and marketing. I have a ton of free resources that I want you to get your hands on. Um, They are about uh, upgrading your brand creating a sales-focused marketing strategy, how to end overwhelm in your marketing uh, in general in your business. So you can grab three of these guides for free if you go to uglyventures.com. That's U-G-L-I-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com backslash resources, uglyventures.com backslash resources. And you can grab any of those three resources or all three of them for totally for free. Um, And it really uh, does synthesize a lot of the frameworks that I talk about here on the podcast. So go ahead and grab those. But before um, we dive into CEO school, so I want to tell you what what we're talking about here today. I, if you don't know who Sanira Madani is, then you are you are living under a rock because Sanira is probably one of the most successful, if not the most successful. Um, female founders in all of the world. She built a billion dollar unicorn business out of Florida, out of Orlando, Florida, which is um, an incredible feat in and of itself. She's so inspiring, so smart, so switched on. And I had the incredible opportunity to go speak at her event last week, teaching her community about marketing and sales for startups and for growth startups and scale up. So that in and of itself was extraordinary. But what I want to talk about today is some of the lessons that I gleaned from being with Sanira and not only being with her, but really coming to a space where I can feel like I consider her a friend. And this is kind of going to, going to parlay into some of the lessons that I learned, but, um, I really had this great opportunity to peek behind the curtain of her business, um, understand a little bit about her operating system as a human. And I thought it would be so special to share a little bit about what I learned and what I gleaned on today's episode, because I know so many of us are really pushing and pulling to bring our dream to life. And so while I was so honored to go and speak and serve her and her community as a teacher, Uh, My intention at the retreat while I was there was to really soak up uh, Samira as a human, right? And really soaking up her mindset um, and sort of her perspective on business and relationships and um, 
team and leadership. So what I came out with were five lessons that I want to talk about today, which are the five things that really, you know, now I'm two or three days after the experience, really what resonated me uh, with me the most out of the experience of being with Sanira, being with her team, but then also being like in the company of these extraordinary women, you know, many who have have already built seven figure businesses and beyond, um, you know, soaking up that perspective, that mindset, that, that operating system. This is sort of like the buzzword that I keep coming back to, you know, it's not just about habits and mindset. It's really also the execution. So I'm kind of adopting this idea of who, what is your operating system? Because being in the presence of all of these very high achieving women, um, you do discover that it's not just the way that they think, but it's also the way that they do. And so these five kind of lessons that I gleaned are really about, um, it, it is piece in part the mindset, but it's really like how the mindset makes you act. Um, I think that there's a lot of rhetoric out there, which is like, just say it and it shall be. Um, but really when you're in a room of very high achieving people, you, you remember, you recognize that the outcome is really made by the action. Um, so it needs to be this beautiful dance between the mindset and the actions and the attitude um, that really produces the results. So let's dig, let's dig on into it. So the first lesson that I came away with, which may seem really obvious, but of course, when you're in the presence of, of really um, people that have, ex have achieved extraordinary things, I think it's always a really good reminder that kindness really does matter. And being at the retreat, it was not, you know, the attitude of the other people that were there, the other presenters and the other attendees, um, because it all is really from the top down. And it was the, the attitude and the way in which Sanira interacted or interacts with everyone in her world from, you know, the social media intern to the, you know, a corporate executive that came and talked to us that manages, you know, whatever billions of dollar portfolio in that business. Um, it's kindness. It's a, a base level of kindness and never really being or revealing, um, you know, stress or wanting there to be a separation at all. Um, I think that when we talk a lot about boundaries, for example, I think that there's this idea that if you're holding up your boundaries, that you, that there, that's mutually exclusive to like being kind and respectful. Right. Um, but Sanira was able to really, you know, hold her boundaries for, you know, when she was available or when she was doing certain things, but with such kindness and grace. And it was just like such a great reminder to approach every situation with kindness. You know, even if there's conflict, you're going to get, you're going to get more bees with honey, right? Is that if you can maintain a level of respect and kindness and grace that you're going to have a better outcome. And it was just such a great reminder during this whole um, few days. And just to sort of back up, um, 
I was up in Orlando for several days. So three of the days were the CEO retreat. I was up also to um, record a podcast episode. I'm going to be on Senora's podcast, which is um, also extraordinary. I'm so excited for that to be released. Um, but it was several days interacting with her and her team. And so these observations were not just like from the event, but it's just sort of like seeing how people conduct themselves in the in the real world, right? Um, seeing how her team handled, you know, small things. Of course, you're throwing an event. So things can go wrong. Things are delayed. Um, but no one ever, I never saw a rolling of the eyes. I never saw an exasperated sigh or any inkling of annoyance. The environment, the world that Sunir has created around her is one of respect and kindness. And it showed. So kindness matters is the first one. The second lesson is, you know, we talked a lot in the the retreat, you know, because we're talking about growth and scale. And there was a lot of lessons in there in the teaching and the in the presenters talking about how important relationships are. We talked a lot about how important relationships are. But the thing that I observed, you know, with Sanir and her team, it was deeper than it, it was paying attention to relationships, but it went deeper than that. It was really about paying attention. Okay. So one thing that really surprised me, because at the retreat, there were dozens and dozens of women with all different kinds of businesses, all different revenue levels, right? And anytime someone would speak or ask a question, Samira remembered their name, remembered their business, remembered a thoughtful detail about their business. And you can tell that comes naturally to her. And for many of us, maybe that doesn't come naturally to us, right? Um, to have a really good memory for that. But I can tell you that it made an extraordinary difference, right? If if someone that you admire um, not only acknowledges you, but remembers your name, remembers your business and details that you had a discussion about, it really is powerful in creating that bond, right? It makes... Um, it makes the other person feel heard, feel connected. Um, and it's just a really useful tool in anyone's toolbox just for going through life, right? Um, and you can, t- like, and through, of course, through the presentation, me being a marketer, I understand the importance of your network and the importance of relationships. But I think this idea of paying attention to people, individuals, and how profound that can be in just propelling you and your business forward. It's when you pay attention and you give genuine, genuine attention and care to other humans, right? That's what helps you go faster. It's not about entering into a relationship and seeing what can I get out of this? It's more like, let me establish this relationship, but have a genuine connection with whomever's on the other end, right? Whoever I'm striking a deal with, whoever I'm collaborating with, genuine relationships are what's going to move everything forward because people want to work with people that make them feel um, like somebody. And the way that you can make someone else feel like somebody is by remembering them, remembering things about their lives, And not in this kind of salesy way where you, you know, you take notes and you have a file and you're, you know, how are your two kids named this and this? No, in a natural way. Um, 
but it really, it really struck me because I know that Sanira, for example, meets a lot of people and, uh, and to have that memory or to pay that level of attention to, you know, people at this retreat was really, really special. Um, okay. The third lesson, have a beginner's mind. So this one was, I think the most surprising because I went into this situation. Now I was asked to teach her community in the retreat, which was such an honor. But I, I remember when I went in to record the podcast, I sort of went in into the experience um, thinking, okay, I'm going to go have this, this conversation with Sanira. Like how much value can I add to her life? You know, she's built a billion dollar business. She's going to know all about marketing. Right. Um, And of course she's incredibly knowledgeable, incredibly knowledgeable, but whether it was uh, when I was talking, explaining my frameworks or the other teachers at the retreat, um, you could tell that Sanira entered into um, these workshops, right? Or these conversations or the interviews with this beginner's mind. Like I really, really learned from Sanira this past week that no matter how much you've achieved, there's always more to learn. And this kind of reminds me of, of, of a philosophy I've been functioning under for a couple of years now, which is there's something to learn from everyone. So everybody that you meet, people, strangers in the line at the grocery store, um, you know, I read a lot of people's books that are self-published books. And I love it because, you know, even if they're, you know, not New York Times bestsellers, I always glean nuggets from learning about other people's experiences or other people's, um, you know, other people's way of viewing the world. And Sanira really reminded me of that. Just her, her hunger to learn. Um, and this idea of not knowing everything. I think at her stage, she could go in there as I am the authority, listen to me and do as I say. Um, but she really created her community, but also, you know, her aura is really about, you know, let, let's keep learning, let's keep growing. And I, and I know that that is a huge part of her success and something that I'm really bringing back to my own life where sometimes I feel as I'm the host of the Marketing for Stars podcast that I need to know everything about marketing or else I don't bring value, right? I think we think that about ourselves sometimes for whatever we do in life, right? Um, but the reality is that the world is always changing. New technologies are always sprouting up. Like there's always more to learn. Never, ever think that you're done learning. And that was a really great reminder because I would see Sanira in the back of the of the, of the the conference taking notes, like taking notes on, on what the speakers were saying. And, uh, and it was, it was, it was surprising, but what it really was like humbling. It was really humbling of saying like, if this woman who has achieved so much still is actively listening and taking the nuggets and, and making some aha moments or making some connections about the information being presented, then there's no reason why any of us should think that we are the authority on anything, right? We're always constantly growing and learning and shifting and deepening our understanding of, of the world and, and what it is that we do in the world. Um. Number four is don't put on a show. 
So this was also something that was really surprising about being with Stanira last week is just like the level of authenticity. And I really believe that it was very special because we are in Sanira's hometown. Her family is all around. Her mom was at a lot of the sessions, which was so special. Um, and honestly, I think that that integration of family and 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 work, right, um, and community really fostered this authentic connection, not just between Sanira and all of us, but all of us together, because it was a very familiar environment. And I think that when you go to events sometimes and there's the host that's supposed to be the, you know, the main teacher and this idea of listen to me and do as I say, um, it's a bit of showmanship that goes in. Can she can go flex her guns, right? Flex her muscles and all of the things that she done and just us very, you know, intently taking notes just so we can be like her, right? Um, but that wasn't what was cultivated. Uh, I I really feel like, you know, Samira was very genuine. She was very genuine, um, very candid. Uh, and at no point did I feel like she was trying to impress anyone, um, even when she was saying very impressive things. Uh, it was always delivered with, you know, a sense of humility and, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was very cool. And it reminded me because sometimes I feel like, again, especially in a situation where you're presenting or you're teaching and you have to be the authority, you kind of want to show up in that power of, you know, now I'm going to show up as this person. Now I'm going to show up. And this idea of not putting on a show really, really made me shift my attitude a little bit, even when I was presenting and I kind of went up to everyone and said, listen, you know, this is, I'm going to just share with you what has worked for me. And that felt so, um, so much more genuine than some presentations I've done in the past, where there's a lot of like, you should do this and you have to do this. Right. Um, but when I put that into my own presentation, it really made me think, um, yeah, maybe I, I don't know everything. But I do have ADA, ADA. I do have data and evidence that's going to support what I'm saying worked for me, right? And give everyone here an idea of how they can incorporate these strategies and tactics into their own business, but not approaching it as the be-all end-all, you know, right answer. Because in business, let's face it, there is not a right answer all the time, right? Um, a lot of you know businesses are unique. Every founder is unique. And so, you know, putting on this show of being the authority and the final say and the final answer, um, Sanira didn't do that. And, and I, and I've been inspired to sort of incorporate that more into my own life. And I think it's really, um, I think it's really powerful because not putting on a show, um, means that you need to stand more confidently in your power, right? That you're not, um, I, I feel like it's just a much more genuine sort of energy to go forth with. So that's number four. Um, and the, and the last one, number five is level, you know, leveling the playing field. So, you know, in, in this retreat, we had founders of all different levels, right? Most of the founders had 
more than six figures, um, right? Had been seven figures and beyond. Um, but there were many of them that were not. There were a few people there that were just starting out or a couple of people kind of kind of struggling to get revenue started. Um, but one thing that I noticed is that it didn't matter which stage of business. Sanira treated all of us, all of us the same, not sort of based on our accomplishments. She wasn't really impressed with anyone because um, she was kind of impressed with everyone, if that makes sense. She was really impressed with everyone to the same degree in which we were all trying to bring our dreams to life. And that that attitude really leveled the playing field because there was not a separation of, you know, the seven or eight figure CEOs versus like the six figure CEOs. Um, she really wanted to help everyone equally and was able to sort of approach um everyone equally, but also, you know, even with her team, like seeing how she treated her team, right. Just with so much respect and really um, pumping them up and um, just highlighting their successes, even during the week of the retreat, which was really, just really great. And just pumping up everyone around her. Um, the other thing that I didn't actually put on this list, but it reminds me now is that, you know, you don't get, there was no sense of scarcity with Sanira. And I think that a lot of times in startup world, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, I think in startup, I think we have this idea of scarcity and competition because it is tough, right? Um, when you're trying to bring something to life um, that doesn't exist, right? You're birthing something. There's there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of hesitation and there's a lot of questioning, Um but Sanira really infused all of us with this attitude. You know, there's, there's room for everyone and there's room for everything. And you can see as someone that has produced a lot of revenue, who has acquired, you know, tons of, of funding money, you know, I, I trust that. I trust that. She's someone that's seen the other side of, of what, you know, a billion dollar valuation looks like. You know, these numbers are huge and, you know, connections with her, with her investors and um, fundraising just incredible amounts, really understanding that the, the world is limitless. There's more money, there's more ideas, there's an endless amount of money, an endless amount of ideas to go around. So that, that attitude really struck me as well. So these are the five kind of six lessons that I learned with being with Sanira all week. And um, it's it's funny because it takes a couple of days to realize really what what has sunk in because you're in this experience. And, you know, if you've ever been to like a live conference or retreat, there's this energy, right? Everyone gets really jazzed off this energy and you get this momentum and then you go back into your own life and uh, it's a time to kind of reflect and see what stuck. So for me, these this is what stuck. And um I feel like I feel like I've I feel like I've changed from being in in that environment. And it reminds me that we all need to put ourselves into the room where we are not um we're not the smartest or we're not the most successful. It's at its very core, it is so powerful to be 
in the presence of people that are much further along than you, that have accomplished much, much more. And I think that we sometimes we don't know where those environments are. So we have to seek them out because they're not going to come to us. Um, so that that also is a huge reminder. And that's what I want to leave you with today. My challenge to you this week after listening to this episode is, you know, what rooms are you putting yourself into where, where you are going to learn and grow? What friendships or connections in your immediate circle do you have of people who you really admire and look up to that are doing what you want to be doing, right? Um, because it's almost like you have to you have to see it to believe it for yourself sometimes. And I think that being in the room, um, putting yourself in those situations, it's incredibly powerful because when you get pushed up against your edge of what you're comfortable with, that's where all the growth happens. So let's keep growing founders. And um, as always, I'm so happy you joined me and I'll see you back here next week for another Marketing for Startups podcast. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.